It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Super excited that you're here with us today on Thursday, May 13th, 2021. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. Check out rockauto.com for all of the incredible deals that they've got going on over there. On today's podcast, Duke women's golf advances to nationals. Duke softball is set for the ACC championship. A little bit later this week, we've got a Duke football preview from Locked On ACC, and Duke men's lacrosse wins multiple end-of-season honors. All of that and more on today's show. My name is JJ Jackson, the host of this podcast. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. This podcast is a daily Duke athletic Athletics talk show each and every day, everything going on in the wide world of Duke Athletics. Give the show a follow on Twitter as well at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast, as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Join up. Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead at next year's future first-round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. As we dive into today's show, I've been mentioning the Locked On ACC podcast that we are so proud of. Candace Cooper doing that each and every day. A variety of ACC hosts on the Locked On Podcast Network join her. We've been doing a football preview for this upcoming 2020 21 season. We've each been given a couple of teams who are recapping the 2020 year for that school and then looking ahead. Yesterday on the podcast, Tyler Aki, he is our Syracuse host on the Locked On Podcast Network, joined Candace Cooper as he does every Wednesday, and they had the absolute pleasure, they might not have loved it as much, but I think it's the absolute pleasure of talking about our Duke Blue Devils. They did that about Duke football, recapping the 2020 season, looking ahead to Coach Cutcliffe in the 2021 score and uh, how Duke football can become more relevant in the next few years. Talked a little bit about Chase Bryce and the experiment that we all know failed last year at quarterback for Duke and much more. So what we want to do, what I want to do today, is let you hear a little bit of that conversation between Candace Cooper and Tyler Aki. They're recapping the 2020 season, and uh, we'll talk about it on the other side of this. Let's take a listen. All right, welcome to Wednesday's edition of Locked on ACC. Well, we are here with Tyler Aki of Locked on Syracuse. We are going to talk all things Duke football today, and it's a great time for you to really get locked in with this podcast here. It is hosted by me and my friends every single day. Follow the Locked on ACC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts jumping into things. Again, mentioning the fact that Duke had an interesting 2020, and now they are here in 2021 trying to figure out who they are. And Tyler, I mean, they are not exactly on the top end of the spectrum, and I know you're familiar with having a struggling football team. So can you relate in a few ways? Oh, you had to start there, huh? <laughs> you had to start there. No, but this is a this is a Duke team. They actually got their only ACC win against uh, the Syracuse Orange, who I cover for Locked On. But when you look back on their 2020 season, not a lot to really pick up on. You had the win against Syracuse. You had a non-conference win against Charlotte as well. But the defense struggled. The offense struggled. And for a team that 
really prides itself historically on discipline. I think Dave Cutcliffe does a fantastic job with the program overall, but it felt like the discipline wasn't there per se. And that's something that's going to need to change in 2021. Now, listen, I'm used to Duke being like, okay, decent. Like, they're not horrible. They might pick up a couple wins every now and then. But I feel like 2020 was exceptionally rough. I don't know. But I don't know if you got that feeling. I just It just felt like very oh, yeah. off for the Duke Blue Devils. And to the point where I'm like, okay, is Coach Cut thinking about retirement? Like, how is this working here? Because I'm not sure how much longer they can really go through this process. Because they had the quarterback transfer. What is his name? Why am I blanking out here? Chase Bryce. Yeah. Yes, Chase Bryce, who struggled in, in very nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice terms. He struggled a lot for the season. And I think they were trying to make it work. You know, he thought he was going to be the superstar. He'd come to Duke and maybe be the next Daniel Jones and not quite. Right. And I, I'm a Giants fan. So I give a lot of flack to Daniel Jones, but <laughs> not quite, but you look at coach cut again, like you said, the undisciplined and just kind of, they were every, they were everywhere and then just not where they needed to be. If that makes sense. It just, it wasn't what we're used to seeing and even close losses. Like we said, they started out season against Notre Dame and you think, okay, 13, 27, it's not horrible because Carolina no. and the other teams that were top of the coastal, they struggled against Notre Dame as well. So I'm thinking, okay, obviously that's a loss. But then you start getting uglier and uglier as the season goes on. I mean, there were definitely some one-possession games. But overall, it was just kind of like, who is Duke? The identity of being, like, mediocre and bad is just, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think the, the full summation of the Duke experience, I've got a couple numbers I want to throw at you. First of all, yeah. offensively, they led the nation in turnovers with 39. Which, when you think about what Coach Cut is, he is the quote-unquote quarterback whisperer. He's a guy who's coached the Mannings, all that stuff. So I thought when they brought in Chase Bryce, a guy who probably wasn't going to see the field because of a guy named Trevor Lawrence, that was going to be something that Coach Cut could unlock. And Chase Bryce had come in and led a game-winning drive when Trevor Lawrence got hurt in his starting debut. So I thought that, okay, this is going to be a perfect situation for Chase Bryce but he ends up not being able to do anything. He was last among quarterbacks in the ACC with at least 200 attempts and touchdowns. He led the ACC with 15 interceptions. His yards were lackluster as well, which were, they were last in the ACC among all quarterbacks who started every single game. And the defense didn't do anything really to bail you out. Now, part of it is Chase Bryce and, and the offense committing all these turnovers and setting up the opposing offenses in, in good uh, drive and, and short fields. But In the final four games, this team allowed 54 points per game. Final four games, 54 points per game. You're not going to win a single football game when that's the case. Right, right. And you think about it, though. They had dogs on the defensive side. You have Victor Dimukeji, right? Oh, yeah. It's not like you have, you know, sleepers where, okay, they're just absolutely terrible. You had Michael Carter the second. You had Noah Gray. You had guys that were able to get picked up and then even sign an undrafted free agency. So I'm just sitting here scratching my head. But I know you're scratching your head thinking about that Syracuse win for Duke. (laughs) Like, what the hell, Coach Babers, is going on? Do you, were you more upset the fact that it was the Duke, like Duke losing to this Duke team, or just the fact that, you know, it was pretty much up and down again for Syracuse as well? I was upset because that A, that was a home game for Syracuse. So you figured, okay, you can take care of one of your fellow bottom feeders of the ACC on your home field. You felt like that was going to be the game. And if you ask me, who's this team going to beat? Are they going to beat Georgia Tech or are they going to beat Duke? I would have guessed Duke because. 
One thing that Syracuse has done really well over the past couple of years, ever since Dino Babers has taken over, is turnovers. Forcing turnovers, creating havoc on the defensive side of the ball. And this felt like a game where they were going to do that and set the offense up with a number of short fields. But ultimately, Duke said, you know what? We're not going to let Chase Bryce decide this game. We're going to let our running game get going. So Mateo Duran, if I'm remembering correctly, had a very mm-hmm. good game. The rest of the the running back room seemingly ran all over Syracuse. And then it was ball game over. Right. Mateo Duran. Again, other people that, like, you had stars. There's you guys. Had- <laughs> There's That's guys. That's why we're all sitting here scratching our head. Because you have dogs. You have Mateo Duran. You had Gilbert who are able to really run. The- like, I just, it, it hurts. It hurts when you do have the people, though. And I think... That's when a lot of people look at the, again, the four guys who went to the NFL, you talk about Duke. It's not exactly like, oh, well, Duke sucks. Yeah, but you do have guys that get to the league. So what do you really want it for? And I, you know, brought up that conversation last week. Is it about getting to the league no matter what and having that kind of connection with Coach Cut? I was talking to J.J. Jackson about it. Or do you want to go to a program in college where you actually do get some solid wins out of it? Right. And it all comes down to what should Duke be? As a football program, obviously right. basketball is going to carry the revenue for that school. But if you're Duke, it shouldn't just be some cushy job because of the fact that you, it shouldn't be like Notre Dame and what Mike Bray has. Right. Yeah. It should be a cushy it, like it's a cushy job, but there's still plenty of opportunity for this Duke program to be good. Yeah. I mean. Just look at what a program like Northwestern does, right? right? Where, okay, A, there's a high academic standard to get in, but B, they've still found ways to be successful and tapping into the different resources. It's not like North Carolina is a dry well of football talent. There's right. plenty of places around North Carolina. You can go down to Georgia, Florida, all those different, South Carolina, uh, the DMV area is all close. Like you're kind of in a football hotbed. It almost feels like there are no excuses for why this program was as bad as it was a season ago. Really entertaining to listen to those two go back and forth. A lot of great points brought up by Tyler Aki and Candace Cooper, including Chase Bryce, the worst ACC quarterback last year. In pretty much every single statistical category, he starts every game, did not put up big numbers. Part of that had to do with the Duke offense, and look, part of it had to do with, I think the realistic expectations were too high. They weren't realistic at the end of the day for Bryce, who had... 15 interceptions. Chase Bryce, that's the most in the ACC. And then another great point brought up about Duke's defense at the end of the year. As talented as they were, they allowed 54 points per game in the final four contests of the 2020 season. You just can't win football games if your defense can't get off the field on third downs and is giving up that many points. That's got to be a big, big, big time improvement for Duke football getting ready for 2021. What I want you to do right now, though, is go find that show from yesterday on your podcast platform of choice. Search Locked On ACC. Check out the podcast from yesterday talking about our Duke Blue Devils. Listen to what Candace and Tyler think is going to happen for Duke football in 2021. And be sure to give that podcast a five-star rating and review. While you're doing that, give our show a five-star rating and review. We've got Five Star Friday coming up. Our podcast shout-outs for folks who leave us that five-star review. We greatly do appreciate that. Also, send any questions you've got for the mailbag. Mailbag Monday is coming up at LO underscore Blue Devils on Twitter with any questions you've got in the Duke Athletics world or by sending an email, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. Again, that was Locked On ACC. A moment ago, Candace Cooper and Tyler Aki talking about our Duke Blue Devils. I can't wait for football season to be here. We'll have continued 
continued, continued coverage, getting ready for the football season throughout the summer, and a whole lot more. Let's take a break. When we come back, we talk Duke softball and women's golf on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same? parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and remember to write locked on blue devils in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you rockauto.com. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. For the 32nd time in school history, the Duke women's golf team will participate in the NCAA championship as the Blue Devils carded a 54-hole ledger of 880 to finish in a tie for second at the Par 72 Ohio State Golf Club Scarlet Course in regional play in the NCAA tournament. Duke now advances to Scottsdale, Arizona, where the Blue Devils will play May 21st through the 26th at the Raptor Course at Greyhawk Golf Club in search of their eighth NCAA championship. The Blue Devils are the reigning NCAA champions after claiming their seventh trophy in 2019 in Fayetteville, Arkansas. The target's on our back. We did not have a golf tournament last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic canceling the season. Duke last won the title in 2019 there in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Seven national titles for our Duke Blue Devils. Yesterday, with Duke finishing in the top four of the regional, it marks the eighth straight year Duke has placed in the top four under the direction of head coach Dan Brooks. Georgia claimed the regional title with a three-day total of 865, while Duke, 15 shots worse at 880, Arizona State, 880, Kentucky, 883, Michigan, 885, and Kent State, 885, all advanced to Arizona for the championship. The Blue Devils carded rounds of 287, 298, and 295 over the three days in Columbus, Ohio. Three different Duke golfers finished in the top 13 of the event with junior Gina Kim in a tie for 11th, senior Jarvery Boonchant and sophomore Erica Shepard in a tie for 13th. Super excited to see Duke women's golf competing in nationals once again and defending their national championship May 21st to the 26th in Scottsdale, Arizona. Switching over to Duke softball, we found out that four Players on the Duke softball team earned all ACC first-team honors. Again, this is the fourth year ever for Duke softball, and they have four on the all-ACC first-team. That is a record. Deja Davis makes first-team at shortstop. Jamison Cavell makes first-team all-ACC in the outfield. And then Peyton St. George and Shelby Walters make all-ACC first-team at large. They kind of had bonus positions for the all-ACC teams. And, of course, St. George and Walters, the top two pitchers for Duke, both of those ladies had 16 total wins 
on the season, including Shelby Walters, who went 2-0 this past weekend against NC State in the final weekend of the regular season. And because of that 2-0 record versus the Wolfpack, Shelby Walters also wins ACC Pitcher of the Week. So within a span of days, Shelby Walters finds out that she's ACC Pitcher of the Week and that she is a part of the All-ACC First Team. As head coach Marissa Young gets ready to take on Louisville in the ACC Championship, that's what they call the ACC Tournament in baseball and softball in the Atlantic Coast Conference. ACC Championship action on Thursday today. Number three, Duke versus number six, Louisville. The game is being played in Louisville. Remember, that's the host site of the tournament. Duke is 3-1 and one versus the Cardinals this season. Lost game one of the four-game series up in Kentucky and then won three straight all-time. Duke is 4-3 and three versus the Cardinals. In softball, it's got me thinking about earlier this year in 2021, Duke men's basketball played Louisville in the ACC tournament themselves. That was the last game that they ended up playing. That's the big Mark Williams game where he had 23 points and 19 rebounds. Duke hadn't beat the Cardinals yet in the regular season and found a way to beat them there. I'm bringing all that up to say I hope Duke softball can also add a win over Louisville to their conference tournament resume. Again, this is the third time that Duke softball will be playing in the ACC championship as there was no event last year with the season being cut short due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In 2019, Duke lost 9-2 to Notre Dame. And then the first season of Duke softball ever in 2018, they lost 4 nothing to Virginia Tech. So 0-2 all-time in the ACC championship. I'm hoping today that record can change for our Duke Blue Devils. Coming up in just a moment, we'll talk about Duke men's lacrosse. They got some end-of-the-year awards. That's up next on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, promo code LOCKEDON, and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, a proud sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment today of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast, talking about this men's lacrosse team. We found out earlier in the week, Brennan O'Neill was named ACC Freshman of the Year, a native of Bayshore, New York. He wears number 34 on his jersey for our Duke Blue Devils, becomes the third Duke Freshman all-time to win ACC Freshman of the Year, joining Jordan Wolf and Zach Greer as Blue Devils who have won that honor. 
In just his freshman season, Brennan O'Neill finished with 38 goals on the year. That's second in the entire conference in total goals. He had eight assists. That totals up to 46 points on the season. For O'Neill, he averaged 2.71 goals per game. That ranks number one in the entire country amongst freshmen. Again, we learned last week, let you know that there are 74 Division I teams in the NCAA Men's Lacrosse Division. And so Brennan O'Neill ranking first among all freshman scorers at a 2.71 goals per game average in his first season in Durham. Duke also found out that they had five all-ACC selections following the conclusion of this regular season. North Carolina also had five all-ACC. They tie for the most of any schools. It's just the fourth time ever that Duke has had five All-ACC. It's a tied for the program record. 2005, 2017, 2018, the three prior years that Duke had five All-ACC selections. A reminder, the Blue Devils are getting ready for NCAA tournament action coming up on Sunday at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Two-seated Duke takes on High Point. The game will be broadcasted on ESPNU. In terms of the All-ACC selections, Brennan O'Neill, also the freshman of the year as we just discussed, got the honor. Goalkeeper Mike Adler made it as well. He wears jersey number zero. He had four seasons at St. Joseph's and is playing his last year of eligibility for our Duke Blue Devils. Adler is a native of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, has 555 career saves, eight different times this season. He had double-digit saves, including a season-high 17 versus North Carolina in Durham. That was the game versus the Tar Heels that Duke won. They lost the final game of the regular season versus the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill, but the game that was played in Durham, Mike Adler had 17 saves a season high. Attackman Michael Sowers also makes all ACC. He wears jersey number 23 after four seasons at Princeton. He's playing his graduate transfer year for Duke. He is third in NCAA history in points. A very storied career. It's well documented that due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Ivy League schools were not playing sports. And so Michael Sowers was able to take advantage of transferring to Duke. And we're glad he's on our team. He had a big game-winning goal earlier in the season, as we well know, versus North Carolina. And Sowers earns all ACC honors. Defenseman JT Giles Harris gets all ACC honors for the second time in his career. He wears jersey number two. He was one of the big anchors for Duke's top defense in the ACC. Also, JT Giles Harris was the 2019 ACC Defensive Player of the Year. So he is so critical to Duke's success, and we're hoping he can put together a great run here in the postseason and get Duke their fourth NCAA title. And then finally, Nakai Montgomery finishes all ACC for the Blue Devils as well. A midfielder wearing jersey number 15, a native of Dallas, Texas, Double-digit goals and assists on the year. One of three Duke players that had double-digit goals and double-digit assists in the 2021 season. So, Brennan O'Neill, Mike Adler, Michael Sowers, JT Giles-Harris, and Nakai Montgomery win all ACC honors for the Duke men's lacrosse program as our guys are getting prepared for the NCAA tournament starting this Sunday 
hoping that they can find a way to pick up a win over High Point. Remember, they beat them 27-8 to earlier this year, so feel good about their chances against High Point this weekend. And then it's on to the round of eight. 16 teams in the NCAA tournament will work our way to the Final Four Memorial Day weekend and hopeful that Duke is playing in the national championship game there on Memorial Day. That'll about wrap it up for today's edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the Locked On ACC discussion that you got to hear about our Duke Blue Devils from Candace Cooper and Tyler Aki. Make sure you go back and listen to that entire podcast so you can hear them talk about the 2021 season for our Duke Blue Devils. Also got a chance to talk about Duke women's golf, softball, and men's lacrosse on a loaded Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Again, my name is JJ Jackson. Connect with me at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and follow our show on Twitter as well at LO underscore Blue Devils. We're getting ready for a Mailbag Monday edition. Any questions that you've got that you want answered on the pod, feel free to send them our way on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils or send an email LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. I'll add your questions to the mailbag and answer them coming up on Monday. Give us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. I love to give shout-outs on Five Star Friday, so be on the lookout for that. Be sure to follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. Also, remember that you can get all the latest sports news and info in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're done today. We did it. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day